0: This is Unclaimed Bands, show 53.
1: Hey music lovers, Amanda Mayhem and Sean Gallagher here with Craig Greenberg for another Unclaimed Bands interview. How are you doing today, Craig? I'm doing good. Awesome, that's what I like to hear. So, let's start the interview. Where did your passion for music begin?
2: Ah, my passion for music. Um, well, um, I guess... Growing up, I heard uh, some stuff from my folks. Actually, I heard a lot of, like, uh, cl- my dad listened to a lot of classical and my mom and, like, a lot of Broadway, so I didn't really get much rock and roll from them, but and then I heard some um, some some of that for the first time from my older brother, and I guess I just absorbed a lot of stuff like that, and... and uh I don't know, I guess I was just always into music. I played, uh you know, I was played, like, violin as a kid for a little bit, and I did some, like, you know, school, uh like, musical theater and stuff like that for a little while, and I was always kind of, like, performing. But I didn't, like, really get into music until, like, I got into, like, rock and roll, which was about, you know, like, 15 when I first picked up a guitar and um, and started playing then, and that was... Um, a little while after getting my first CD player and getting, you know, um, getting into hearing, like, Led Zeppelin for the first time and hearing Beatles for the first time. Well, at least, I mean, I guess, realizing who the Beatles were, I guess I probably heard a bunch of their stuff, you know, before I was aware of who they were. You were in the womb um, when you
1: first heard the Beatles. I think I was, no, too.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I was. But but I didn't really get, like, it's weird because my, my parents didn't, like, learn, like, into that like my mom was of age to like that whole 60s thing but she was just in her own world here in new york and just i don't know she was just like
1: <laughs> she not, created like, her own you know, revolution
2: she had a, yeah, right exactly um so so yeah so it was at that, that, that time in high school with just friends of mine you know were playing it was always like i always just seemed to like just meet people who had stuff that like turned me on you know and and i just kind of like and kind of really got into it, yeah, when I first started playing guitar, which was, yeah, around the age of 15. And uh, and from there, I just kind of became immersed, you know, and started playing, you know, a lot of those free hours in, in high school, just playing hours and hours and, and, like, really getting into it and kind of um, just became my thing, you know. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, and then, you know, in college, and I started writing a bit. Um, at that time, I was writing a lot of instrumental stuff, kind of jammy instrumental stuff, mm-hmm. um, a little proggy jammy because that was a little bit my background, and uh, and playing these house parties, you know, with these crazy long jam sessions, and, um, you know, doing all sorts of things <laughs> uh, for these gigs, kind of, you know, in, in the partying uh, spirit. I'll just leave it at that. And, uh, and uh yeah and then i didn't start really writing like full songs with lyrics until i was like just about out of college and it was a very slow evolution in terms of like becoming like a songwriter but once i did that once i'd written like my first tune with lyrics and then i was like like whoa this is kind of like then i kind of knew that this was like the idea because i knew i wanted to do something creative you know and then i kind of was like when I hit upon that. I was like, this is gotcha. really, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, hey, you
0: know, I know obviously I know you play piano and you've mentioned yeah. guitar and violin now. Uh how long yeah. have you been playing piano and uh what other instruments do you play?
2: Yeah, so guitar was why I took lessons as a kid and and went to like a summer uh summer like workshop one summer and um and kind of like geeked out on guitar there. Um and then um piano, I never, like, was taught. I was just kind of picked up stuff from friends and, like, from a couple of, like, songbooks, you know, actually actually sitting with a lot of, like, uh, a friend of mine had let me uh, like a, a Billy Joel songbook pretty early on. That's kind of, like, where the foundation of, like, my piano interest came, and, and uh, I was learning a bunch of his stuff, and then just kind of, um, but I really then you know, really, was I was really a guitar player, and then it, it just kind of at some point, I just kind of I, I had this gig, um, I lived, um, out of the country, I actually got my start, like, as a working musician, I was living down in, uh, in South America, and, uh, this venue had an old shitty piano, and I just started to mix it up, rather than just do all the whole thing on guitar, I started, like, doing a couple tunes on piano, and just kind of gradually kind of got into it, and and now it's just weird, like, since I've been back in New York, well, the last like, eight years, it's kind of like, I'm kind of known as a piano player, and it's I mean I kinda of mainly write on piano, so I didn't really get into it until like into my twenties that I really became a piano player. Huh, huh. So, yeah. Nice. It's kind well, of like it's weird. People like, you know, when they see me play guitar, like, what? Like, I didn't know you did that. So,
0: <laughs> a little surprise. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh can you tell tell us a little bit about your songwriting process?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um I love talking about songwriting. Um <laughs> it's uh for me, I mean I you know, I definitely start um I'm someone that comes from, like, a musical perspective first, you know, like, a, you know, I get, like, a melodic idea or like a chord progression, and and then it's kind of like, it's like discovering what the song's about. It's not like I go in, I never, almost never go in saying I want to write a song about this. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of like probing my subconscious, and it's kind of like discovering what the song's about. So I'll just have, the music will kind of have this mood or the melody, and then it'll kind of, like, I'll do, like, stream of consciousness until, like, some words just kind of come out, and then, like... When they do, it's just kind of, I'll just start, like, you know, not even thinking about what it's about, just kind of, like, streaming words together and just kind of, it's kind of just, like, following it to see where it goes, you know? Um, and then if I hit upon something that I feel like is a title or kind of, like, you know, then I'm like, oh, that's what this is about. And then I'll be, like, that'll kind of anchor it, you know, and then kind of go from there. So it's very much, like, I consider myself in, you know, the pop songwriter school, you know, from the way, I don't know, not, you know, guys like... Paul McCartney wrote or or Billy Joel, guys that were very music centric and then kind of, you know I you know, I, I make no claims to be um the Bob Dylan kind of mm-hmm. branch of, of songwriting because I, I'm very much a you know, someone who's writing I mean I care about my lyrics, but it's it, to me it's always about fitting the mood of the oh, song, you know.
1: Lyrics, lyrics. I'm glad you mentioned lyrics. Speaking of yeah. lyrics, um on your website you posted a few lyrics for your songs. Yeah. Any reason behind that? Because a lot of artists don't. And I think that's really? awesome because now I can, Oh, artists, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you okay. hear them a lot of times where they're like, I just want someone to interpret the song meaning and the <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> and they're all right. like artsy about it. And, and right. not that you're less artsy, but they're all, like, dramatic. Well, but honestly, right. I feel like I, I have a free karaoke right here. I'm down with that. <laughs> like, tell me right. what you're saying so and, I can come right. and sing it.
0: Yeah, man. And well, you know,
1: I,
2: oh, I, I kind of, you know what? I'm sorry?
0: Oh, no, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I. you know, I
2: sometimes I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a little way. I mean, it's like, yes, people are going to interpret it any, their own way anyway, but that doesn't mean you can't have your own interpretation. I mean, you don't want to mess. I mean, I guess how I can understand why some people don't want to, like, put that on other people, and it kind of creates a little more intrigue, but I definitely know what it's about to me. I mean, no, well, sometimes I don't always know what it's about to me initially. Sometimes it is a little bit like, kind of comes out and I'm like, I, I you know, and then I'm like, whoa, and then I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll think it's about one thing, and then a month later, I'm like, no, it was actually about this, you know? So I really, you know, I really yeah. believe in that kind of like, you know, uh, probing the subconscious thing. It's like, I really feel like, you know, all these things that are at play and in our life in general, like, you know, sometimes you know the way we do things and we don't know why, like, I, I'm really interested in that kind of stuff, and I feel like lyrically that's kind of how I, I roll, too. It's just kind of like stuff just kind of comes from, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's like shit I'm avoiding thinking about, you know. I just realized this, Um, like, I was, like, I had a situation with a, it's not really worth going into too much detail, but someone I know um, that I was working with and, like, I was kind of really annoyed at this person but not really addressing it, and then last week, I just sat down I was actually at my brother's place in Colorado for a couple of days um and I had a couple of days to kind of hang and do some writing and and it just kind of came out, and I was like, "Whoa, and it was like and I knew immediately that you know it, I felt so much better, it was like totally like a you know one of those cathartic kind of things. It's kind of like a absolutely like like an, like an f u kind of song um, so <laughs> well, i don't I don't it's, know if this ever no, I'm sorry, yeah. No, 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 it's just, you know, it's just like, so that's to me, like, I don't like to, I don't like to know, I don't want to, like, nail it down, I mean, but, but that's not to say when I don't write it, I don't have, like, after I finish it, like, kind of, like, my own sense of what it's about, but, but people interpret it different ways and, and, you know, and, and that's part of it, and then you know, that, that I, I guess is a very cool thing, but.
1: I, I like that you post the lyrics because, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but ever drive with someone in the car and you're Mm -hmm. singing a song and you get Mm -hmm. to like halfway through the song and both of you scream out different things and you're just like well which one is it so the fact that you did that but you know what i really want to hear a track i don't know how you guys feel but personally right now i just want to get into a song all this talk about it
2: oh yeah sure
1: so this is our own way by craig greenberg
3: On the floor and giving subtle glances even more i know it's not that cool
1: Just heard Our Own Way by Craig Greenberg. So where can we find that track?
2: Oh, well, uh, it's up on a few places. in my Bandcamp, which is just uh, craiggreenberg.bandcamp.com. It's on iTunes. It's, uh, actually, the whole CD's on Pandora, so if you're patient, you put my name in there, you'll find it. Um, and Amazon and... Um, that song actually was in a movie this year. I was pretty proud of that. My first uh, movie placement. What movie? Uh, it was a movie called uh, Doggy B. <laughs> it's actually a movie about dog dancing competitions. It's kind of like a like a best in show kind of. It was like this little cute little family picture that uh, um, actually I was pretty proud of. It was put in this movie by um, Jane Weedlin. You guys know who that is a songwriter from the Go Go's. Yeah, and sometimes. a bass player, songwriter. Yeah, so randomly she, she was a part of this film and she was music supervising and she got my tune in there and then uh, it was pretty pretty wild that she was very cool. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like I mean she wrote some you know, our lips are sealed and she's wow, amazing. Um so so yeah, so you get in those places and um and uh yeah, I was that was I'm I'm proud of that tune. I'm very I'm proud of that recording too. I was very that was like a those magical moments in the studio when that tune came
0: out so huh well you know I was reading on your bio uh, obviously because you've lived abroad and all that but how did yeah. um, how did living abroad in, in like Chile and Spain uh, change your uh, your music or your approach to music
2: um you know it's interesting it didn't change like kind of it didn't I don't know how it affected well no all right, musically I think on guitar because I was playing mainly guitar at that time and like I kind of gotten a little bit of, like, Latin influence in some of the rhythmic stuff I was doing on guitar and some of the stuff I was writing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I think, the, honestly, the biggest influence that I had on me was having this time, like, before I was really into, like, you know, quote, music business, you know, and I was just kind of, like, I was just out there. I wasn't really conscious of even, like, how I was going to make, you know, get into doing this as a kind of, like, a career, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just very... Free and, and kind of, you know, not, you know, and, and just finding my own voice. I mean, that's really why I went and traveled to the beginning. Like, I was like, all right, I'm going to be a songwriter. i got to have my own experience. And, I, you know, that's, you know, you might not say anything that hasn't been said, but if you have unique experience, it's going to color the way you say things. You know, that's, and that really was, so it was all about finding my own voice. And, and you know, um, definitely accomplished that. I, cause I You know, I was singing in a freaking bar in, in South America, and people not even knowing what I was understanding, what I was singing anyway at first, you know. So it just it just allowed me to really kind of do it in this kind of away place that made it very kind of pure and kind of like you know not. That's why you about posted
1: it. your lyrics. I understand. I'm on <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, I got give You had to give more. I, I need to be you were yeah, yeah, I got you. I got exactly, you. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Figured you out. But uh, yeah. I mean it. It, it so uh, it was really good experience. And then and then it was interesting because then when I was in, when I, so it was a year in South America and then a year in Spain. I did a lot of street playing in Spain and and, um, and really just kind of bohemian living over there for a while, which was a great time in my life. And uh, anyway, but uh, but it was there that I actually kind of reconnected with my first people that were like really in music and it's my first kind of like, you know, um, you know, just connections with like people that were really doing it. And it kind of I kind of really opened my world up, and that's when I end up coming back to the states and kind of, you know, kind of, uh, kind of leaving my my gypsy days behind for a little bit and kind of uh, really trying to, you know, do this in a kind of practical or I don't know if, this, I don't know if practical is the word to use, but um, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just kind of yeah, like, kind yeah, of, kind
0: well, of a little bit, a little bit more um, focused approach to to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was,
2: at first, I was really just you know to the wind, and then I kind of. Like, Alright, how do I really do this in a real way?
0: So, now I, I understand you're working on um, working on a full length record, and you had your first release in 2007, your second in 2010. Um, yep. How did uh, how did those first two releases shape your approach to this this new full length record?
2: Huh? It's interesting. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I feel like this new record that I have in progress is kind of a common. It's kind of like an actualization of the sound I've been going for for a while and that like the first record was a little more rootsy and kind of, um, kind of jammy and the second record was a little more pop and kind of more, a little straighter only because that was actually this producer that I linked up with kind of like, we kind of had mutual sensibilities about certain, like we're very much big Beatles people. And so we kind of wound up making this more kind of pop, you know, straight thing. But, but my, my live stuff is more, you know, it's a little more jazzy, it's a little more jammy, and I, and so I feel like I'm finally going to have a record that's kind of... My first record, I attempted to do that, but I don't know how well I got there, but this record, I feel like, is kind of going to be somewhere in the middle of the two records in the sense that it's still going to be, you know, I want I want some of the production chops that the last record had, but I want it mm-hmm. a little more raw, a little more kind of stripped down. Gotcha. So I'm speaking. trying to go somewhere in the middle. Well, yeah. speaking
1: of production... And live shows mm-hmm. I see that on your YouTube you have a bunch of live videos is there any plan yeah. to make a more production type of music video
2: yeah yeah well I, I mean you're already I a movie
1: star so I don't know if you want to <laughs> incorporate that
2: right right no I I, um, I do actually when I put out the last record I had started to, uh, at least two attempts to make a video with a couple different the people in new york and both of them kind of uh flaked. it was kind of a bummer um i mean sean, basically, you hear that kind we gotta like... get down
1: there
2: gotcha what's
0: that
2: she was talking... said,
1: me, me and sean will come <laughs> we'll, down there come down, we'll come down we'll shoot
2: the video for you <laughs> you make videos yeah man it I, <laughs> well, no, I mean it's just kind of it's just kind of happened and then it kind of like it kind of happened a couple of times i kind of got i was just like and the record had already been out a while and i was like I don't know, and I I do feel like I, I didn't really do justice to the record by not having made a video. I don't know, I guess I'm also not, I'm kind of at that awkward age where I didn't grow up, you know, on YouTube, and I'm a little bit older, and it's kind of like feeling, um, I guess I just never, you know, I've always, not that I, I'm trying to get more comfortable with myself, like being on, you know, it's, it's weird, I'm not uncomfortable being in camera and being stuff like that, but I just feel like I've, I haven't found the right people to kind of make it to, that it feels like... Um,
0: yeah, you want to put on a quality product.
2: Yeah, exactly. and something that, you know... So, I don't know, but I definitely with the next record, I mean, I'm going to You know, I do need to do that. You know, I guess it's also coming a little bit from that jam band ethos, a little bit, like, where it's like it's much, it's very much about the live experience and, you know, having the music speak for itself as much as possible without having to make videos. But clearly, True. you know, we live in a world where... <laughs> that's like just, visuals? You know, What's that? Yeah, that you know, people want that, you know. You know MTV changed, changed that whole thing, and, and we, there's really mm-hmm. no going back. And um, so I, I want to do one for the next record for sure. You know, okay. It's not even like I have to. <laughs>
1: well, well, let's listen to another song. Awesome. I'm definitely down with that since we keep just talking about these tracks.
2: And yeah, oddly enough, track, track is in the song. Yeah. There we nice. go. Well now, done. Now,
1: hold on. Does this song have lyrics?
2: Yes, the song has lyrics.
1: Okay, and the song has lyrics. So this is going to be my new favorite song. We'll see how you guys feel about it. This is Turning Track by Craig Greenberg.
3: On down this road of life We seldom stop to breathe, race past the warning signs, and hide them from the scene. We don't want to be there when the morning comes around. I leave self-deceptions on lying underground. In a day, in a week, in a month, we run So wait around, wait around, wait around, till it all, all comes back. And in the light, in the blink of an eye, you will know. Lying on the bed we make, my mother'd always say. Up here where the plans you break may find another way. We don't are you staring off in the wind you fall on your face once more you tell yourself you'll begin to open your eyes
1: Just heard Turning Track by Craig Greenberg. So, where can we find you at now to um, go and uh, watch perform this and read your lyrics?
2: Oh, well, my main website, which I just relaunched, is uh, CraigGreenbergMusic.com. And there's a uh, the link to the lyrics, the last record on there. And uh, Facebook uh, is also uh, Craig Greenberg Music. Facebook.com backslash Greg Greenberg Music. Um, and, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Reverb Nation. I'm on. Ooh, I mentioned the Bandcamp page. I think I'm still on MySpace. I don't know. My
1: What? Uh, MySpace? Now you're showing your age.
2: <laughs> now I'm showing but, my age. right? No, yeah, so well, they were launching it. They're they're relaunching apparently. I apparently like Justin uh-huh. Timberlake took it over, and I don't know what's going on. But
1: like in, they're, they're gonna have to. But he wasn't. Wait, he, Justin Timberlake took it over, but wasn't he played the guy in the Facebook movie? So that's kind of funny. But speaking of all <laughs> these funny, social yeah. networks – yeah. See, I watch movies like too. I'm gonna conflict watch your of interest. Movies. Speaking yeah. of all your all the social networking sites that you plugged, yeah. which one's your favorite? Honestly, I mean there's so many and yeah, it's yeah. overwhelming. I mean, Facebook and Twitter are the main ones that debate. But what's your yeah. favorite?
2: Those are the two that I mainly. You know, I'm kind of. You know, I know people are doing other things now, and I've always been with the social media. Like, you know, I've, I'm on there, and I and I used it as a big tool. I mean, I can't. I mean, Facebook for me is really. I built a lot of my thing. You know, and it's like it's been invaluable as a tool. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I haven't really kind of gone on to. The, you know. I don't really do the Instagram thing or the Pinterest or, you know, I feel like I'm not trying to be a pioneer with the, with the messaging. You know, it's like, if, if, if if I feel like there's a new tool that is going to benefit me to do it, you know, then I'll do it. I don't feel like I'm trying to be like trying to find the latest. So, you know, at this point it's hard enough to manage, you know, I've been on Facebook and I only have like whatever thousand friends and, and the people on Facebook, it's just like, it's already so involved that the, the thought of starting on a new one at this point is just like, but who knows, you know, in a year from now, I'll probably be like, oh, i got to get on, you know. I'm going to see
1: you on Pinterest posting lyrics.
2: <laughs> is that what people do? <laughs> I'm yeah. I mean, tell me? What, what do you, I mean, if it's something you recommend, I mean, I'm, you know. No, I've never used
1: it. I've just been I'm out. I'm trying
2: to pull away from it. I'm trying to, like, you know, I mean, I realize there's no going back, but a part of me is, like, looking forward to a time where I'm going to, like. I don't know, take a social networking break and, and kind of, but, but, you know, I'm trying to be, for a while I thought I was on there too much and, because it really, like, you really start, like, actually, you know, you're, like, putting more time into, like, oh, am I saying something witty or creative here, you know, when you should be, like, working on your fucking music, you know, it's like, um, actually, not that I'm, you know, fucking John Mayer happened to say something about that, and not that I'm the, No, no, you know, but... I respect, but it, I respect John Mayer, but... But, I mean, like, he just, he made a point about that, and he's like, that's, he got off Twitter because he's like, yeah, I wasn't working on music, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm starting to understand what he meant by that, because yeah. it's like... any of
0: those things can be uh, a time suck. So Yeah,
2: oh my God. It's so, you know, so it's really, you gotta try to, we're trying to be more disciplined about it, and, but, you know, it, it's like, it's kind of like crack, you know, especially if you're someone that, like, needs, you know, if you're a sensitive, uh, artist type and you need like validation and, and the connect and feel you know.
1: I mean everybody feels
2: that but I feel like, you know, people some of us that do this kind of thing need that like you know, gratification a little more so it's like you know that you get this little bit of like of a buzz from it. So um
0: Exactly, but,
2: exactly. Yeah.
0: So Craig, last question yeah. we got for you. Yeah. What is next for you in the coming year?
2: Well, definitely finishing this record. Um I'm planning to have it out by the late fall, um, and doing some touring behind it. And um, I'm also—I've been doing some other work with um, with another uh, young singer, like kind of this new kind of side project. I'm not going to kind of go too much into it now because there's a lot of things kind of
0: let's save it, keep there. it secret.
2: Yeah, but but it's, it's something I'm excited about. Like I've I've always done my own thing. I've done some other writing with other artists and cause I've always written stuff that's been kind of not really for my voice. You know, I've written things that are kind of for, uh, that, you know, kind of work better with other people's mm-hmm. voice. So, um, so I'm excited for that cause I'm really believe in this, this, this woman's talent and, and like we kind of have this really good collaboration. Like I've, I've done different co-writing and this was like definitely the best kind of experience I've had. Um, just like instant kind of connection. So you'll, you'll be hearing some Sweet. more about that. Um, and, um, and just, uh, yeah, just gigging more and trying to get in, you know, kind of the next level with, the, doing more festival gigs and kind of, um, and going to places I haven't played yet, you know, other parts of the country and out of the country and really want to get, you know, I've, I've played in Europe before, like when I lived there and I, but I've never done, I haven't yet, yet to do like a proper European tour. So that's really something I want to do hopefully my next year.
1: Nice, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah,
2: and nice. there's some other little, little things that are kind of like kind of you know, cooking on the stove. So we'll we'll see, uh, you know, we'll see how the things go. Excellent. But I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm Excellent. definitely excited for the next year.
0: I can't wait to see more from you. Yeah. Well, Craig, I want to thank you for taking your time to uh, to join us and do this phone yeah. interview. Um,
2: thank you.
0: It's been a pleasure. Uh, this is Sean with Amanda. And uh, tonight's guest has been Craig Greenberg. And I uh, also want to say, Amanda, welcome back. It's been a long time since you've been on the show here, and hopefully we'll get to see you a little bit more. You Until next time, everybody, uh, just keep listening to Unclaimed Bands. Later. Yeah. Later. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclaimed band, its parent company, or subsidiaries.